I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Do you ever feel like you are under pressure to be perfect? I'll be honest, I do. And so the concept of vulnerability is a scary one. It means opening our imperfect lives up to other people, being at risk for criticism, judgment, and sometimes even rejection. So then why should we bother being vulnerable? What benefits does it have for us and our readers? Well, I'm glad you're here because in this episode of Publishing Secrets, we're going to explore those questions. You're going to learn that vulnerability is actually one of the keys to your success and that through vulnerability, God often works in us and through us. My guest today is Elizabeth Bristol and she has an amazing story of adventure about how she came to know God. And now she's on a mission to draw others to Christ. So I want you to take this in. It could very well be that the reason that you think you are unqualified is the reason that God keeps nudging you to move forward. I pray that this episode encourages and inspires you to step out, to be brave, and to follow God where he leads. Enjoy. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here on Publishing Secrets. I'm excited about this opportunity for the audience to get to know you. It's been a pleasure for me to get to know you, your story, and your just desire to help other people. So thank you for making time to be here with us today. Well, thank you, Coach Tam. I'm excited too. I just really appreciate what you're doing to help all of us that are that are writing and wanting to reach the people to help them the way we've been helped by God. So I just am excited to chat today. Absolutely. You know, that's so important what you just shared is what I love about all of you is that this just isn't just about, let me just write a book and get it published and have my name, (laughs) have my name out there. There's really a, a purpose and a mission that you guys are on and it's a mission of transformation. Amen. You want the the same type of freedom that God has given you. You want other people to experience that. So, so let's talk about it. Like I said, every, every author is, is a little bit different. When you think about the mission that God has called you to Elizabeth, what is that mission? And how did you discover that this was something that was really important for someone to give voice to? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mission I'm coming to see is to help women who need healing for their past and help in their present and hope for the future. 
so that they can grow in relationship with God to reach their destiny. And, you know, I was always looking for fun. So I didn't start out looking for God because I thought being a Christian would be boring and I'd have no cool friends. (laughs) You know, when life gets hard, right? It's like we have this instinct to cry out to God. And, or at least that's what I kept finding. And so there I was in these 30 foot seas in the middle of the Caribbean, I was crewing on a a boat, and I thought I was going to die. And so I prayed that universal prayer, you know, the one God, if you're real, and you help me, I will do what you want. Turns out God's real, right? And he's there for us when we ask him for help. And so I just started taking walks with them, walking the dog and just kind of, I just chat a lot. And so I kind of expected that if he was real, he would talk back to me. And it was really cool. As I got to know him, he really has some good ideas. Mm-hmm. And I knew the hard stuff that I had been through, right? Like as I ended up writing the book, there were these stories I wasn't going to tell about being, you know, date raped and having had an abortion and just all the bad stuff along the way. I was not going to share those stories, but I see, I didn't know the healing that I needed, but God did. So in the process, he totally prompted me to write those stories in detail. And I just, so I did. And then I put them in a drawer (laughs) because I was not going to share those. Not going to share them. Oh no. You know, but you know what? When he started to talk to me about how there's other women out there like me who need that same kind of healing. And then if I shared them, it would help them. It like immediately, he talked me into doing it in probably less than 10 minutes flat because then it made me really excited. Because again, if that's not a way he can take what happened and work it for good, I don't know what is, right? So as I wrote that book and he had me share those stories I wasn't going to tell. It was not only to heal me, but it's so I could help others in the same way. So I learned he has an adventure for each of us. And as a Christian, right? You, Coach Tam, are an atmosphere changer with a destiny. Wow. And what you've got in you, or I should say who you've got in you, Hmm. you can't help but make a difference. As you follow God, you cannot help but influence the world around you right? And when you partner with God to reach your destiny, like you've been telling us all about, you know, having that giant switch from the fitness to helping all those runners, don't you experience like profound satisfaction Mm -hmm. when you're doing what he's asking you to? So that's why I love to help other women discover their own adventure with God, which does come complete with a healing for their past. They might not even know they need yet and help in their present because we all need that. And not just hope for the future, but like an excitement to find out what they were created to do so they can have a blast with God. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's so many things in there. I, uh, as I heard you talking about, you know, looking for fun, which meant that you weren't looking for God. Right. Back (laughs) to, (laughs) I think back to, you know, to my childhood, I grew up in church. So from age nine, I was in church and uh, it was Pentecostal church. So there were a whole lot of rules about what you could do and what you could not do. So I could totally identify with thinking, well, this isn't fun, but you know what I discovered It's the same thing that you discovered is when you have a relationship with God, Yeah. then things, they just completely change. And that's what you're, you're yeah. looking to do is to help women really build a relationship with God, even though 
That's the other thing that I heard, even though all of these things that were so painful have happened, God still wants you. God still loves you. And God still has a plan for you. And, you know, you are uniquely, you are uniquely equipped to be able to speak to some women uh, in a way that I can't in a way that some others as a part of the Christian Authors Network can't because we haven't been through what you have been through. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important, those that are listening to us right now, that you don't disqualify yourself. Somebody's out there Mm -hmm. saying, I can't do it because of this, or I can't do it because of that. But but God is not looking to to dismiss those things. He's going to use those things in yeah. a way that is going to impact others and make a difference as you have shared, Elizabeth. Now, this book that you've written, tell us about um, the title for the book and why is it so important for that book to be out there to help you accomplish this mission? Mm. Yes, yeah, so my book is Marry Me, One Woman's Incredible Adventure with God. And so it, it's funny, it's kind of a double intender. Of course, we all grow up, right? Sort of wishing we're going to hear that marry me, you know, yeah. wording. And that's where I found my partner in him was in this relationship, crazily enough. You know, he just, again, with all those good ideas and healing and all those cool things he has for each one of us to take that painful stuff and turn it for good. And so that's what I love. Um, and I prayed and prayed and prayed as I wrote the book that, that each person would be able to see their own story through it. You know, not only the bad stuff turned for good, but the opportunity to, to walk it out with him, you know, cause it's, it's pretty much step-by-step. Step. I, I like practical things because yeah. I don't always get, get it that obviously. And so people would always say, you know, you always talk about hearing God. How do you hear God? So that's what I tried to incorporate in the book. Like these were the steps that I took with him. And, and this is funny because I noticed as I was thinking about our chat today, that my common thread is for God to ask me to do something and for me to say, no, <laughs> Listen, you're not the only one with that. thread. <laughs> then eventually I, I go with it. Up to it. And yeah. just like you were saying, you always find out at the end of it, It was the best thing you could have done, right? Mm -hmm. It was, you know, he talked me into working at this church one time and um, it was a large non, you know, denominational evangelical church. And it was right after the boat. He knew I needed some training, Mm -hmm. you know, he needed to, to grow here. You know, the pastor would get up on stage and he would say, please don't send me to Africa, God. I don't want to be a missionary. And inside I'm going, pick me. Right? <laughs> like, I want to go. Why, why aren't you picking me to do that? But he knew yeah. he needed to train me up. Mm, and good. so he knew that that church, um, that's the place he had for me. And so he kept prompting me to apply for the job, you know, at the front. And I'd say, no, God, not uh, ch- church lady, not me, <laughs> not me. <laughs> And so finally, what I did, it was funny, you know, even through the interview, she's like, why do you want this job? I don't. God's making me apply. Only you you would say that, Elizabeth. (laughs) Because you know, that's not the right answer. (laughs) I'm Why is she calling me back? I told her I didn't want the job, you know, but sure enough, like when he prompted me six years later to go to, you know, seminary to get a counseling degree, I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave. Because I, to me, it had become, I can't believe I get paid to do what I get paid to do here. I, I just 
came to love the people and the pastor I worked with. And so again, that's kind of my common theme of step-by-step that cycle. I've been through it a few times. Wow. I know there's (laughs) someone that's listening that they can identify with that. And I think, you know, our, uh, I had a friend once Elizabeth that said uh, that she would always have a INR, initial natural reaction. And I think that's what often happens, right? Is our first reaction is always like, no, 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 no. That can't be it because it's not our idea. It's not what we thought, of, right? But right? God's thoughts are different from our thoughts. And he knows that this is the path that we need to go on, but sometimes it takes us a little bit of time to, to catch up to it right? <laughs> and, to, and to warm up to the idea, just like as you share, you know, sharing all of those stories in your book that were very vulnerable, going to yeah. help a lot of people, yeah. but totally get why you wouldn't have thought that, hey, I want to do this. So yeah. I'm curious, even just the concept of becoming an author, was this something that you had always aspired to? And if so, did you think this would be the kind of book that you would write? No. <laughs> Well, I did. I always did. I always knew I was going to write. So that was kind of that seed was planted a long, long time ago. But I didn't know what my message was. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was going to write. And so at one point, I finally, there was a couple friends, we we all felt the same way. And we said, you know what, let's take Fridays off and let's just start and see Mm -hmm. what happens. And so we met in the same venue, my friend fixed up little offices for each one. And I'm sitting there, I I lived in Alaska at the time. So, you know, the snow is coming down. I'm sitting in a recliner. I pull out my Bible and, and no, this is the funny part. I had borrowed a Bible that day. Mm. Some reason I was using a friend's Bible because it wouldn't have happened if I didn't have this Bible, right? Mm. So I'm paging through and my eyes fell on at the top of the page. It said, right, you know, in the column heading. And I thought, oh, here I am sitting down to write. I should see what the Bible has to say about that. Mm -hmm. Now, the week before, as I was planning to do it, I felt this prompting from the Lord of like, why don't you fast while you're writing? And again, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that, right? So I open up the Bible and I don't, I didn't even know this scripture was in there, but it's all about Moses was there with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm. We know that, right? Yep. Without eating Mm. bread or drinking water. And he wrote, and I'm like, oh, that yummy leftover Chinese food in the restaurant, you know, in the fridge is not my lunch, is it? It might be my dinner. So then my eyes fell to the next scripture and it said, write in a book, all the words I have spoken to you, Jeremiah 32. Mm. And you know, that time when he just gets you by the heart and he's, Mm. and that was it. All these years I'd wondered what I was going to write. And just by being obedient to sit down and do it with them one day and, and start, he immediately showed me my message that I needed to write my cool God stories. Because, you know, I'm always, I'm always saying them. It's the same message all the time. I just hadn't realized they need to be in a book. Wow. Yeah. God gave you exactly what you needed to write once you were obedient. And isn't that so cool how it wasn't your Bible? No, it was a friend. I know. <sighs> it just <laughs> shows, it just shows how intentional God is. And he will go to any length to orchestrate yeah. something that needs to happen. Yes, yes. he is. That is amazing. He's just such an amazing uh, strategist and just connecting all of the dots for us. So you get your friend's Bible, you start writing, the words eventually turn into a book and you get 
your book published. I'm curious, was there any fear or yeah. um, concern about putting these <laughs> stories out there? Yes, I have to say, I am my own worst enemy. You know, I am my own, when it comes to the difficulties, it was the struggling because it was, okay, because not just was it being vulnerable to share these five giant struggles that I went through, but he wanted me to, this sounds weird in a Christian book, he wanted me to include some swears in mm. there. And, okay, you try and go publish through a Christian, uh, you know, writer, and, and they right. don't want that. And I... So literally my editor was reading it and she said, you know, if you take the swears out, I can take it to my, my book club and you just know it's going to reach way more people if you take the swears out. And so I took the swears out mm -hmm. and I paid to have somebody, you know, cause I'd worked on it so hard. So when I finally was putting it up there on Amazon, I didn't know how to do that part myself. And because I'd worked so hard on it, I wanted it to, to look professional. Right. So I paid this man to, to put it up there. And then I was so convicted afterwards. Mm. It's not a lot of swears in there, but it's authentic and it's real and it's what yeah. happened. And I, oh my word, did a face plant after that. I just felt mm. like I was in trouble. Here I'm writing a book on following God and I'm not following God. Wow. And it's like what you're saying. He knows the people he's going to reach with our book. Mm -hmm. So he knows that, sure, it may not reach the number of people because it may not yeah. go through that but it may reach the people he wanted me to reach mm. who worry because they swear sometimes too yeah. and does God still come through for those of us who slip mm. <laughs> right mm. that's good and he does and so mm. I paid four hundred dollars to put the swears back in and I'm a missionary four hundred dollars is a lot of money that's a lot of money yes <laughs> a lot of money and so it does have a few in there. So I always, you know, try to tell, warn people it's in yeah. there. And yeah, so it's wow. following him and it, it comes into, so it's an, it's an easy thing to do, but it's not always simple, right? No, following you're him. right about it. You're right about it. It, it. it isn't. So that, that's, man, that's, that's amazing. So you, so you take them out, listening to others. Then you're convicted and then you're like, no, I got to get them back in there. So then you pay to get them back in there. It's finally published and out there. And I agree with you. God knows who that message needs to reach. And that audience evidently needed to have that in there, right? right. So you, you, you get, you know, through all of these steps, how has being obedient, as you've described it, how has that opened doors? Yeah. The mission that you're on. Yeah. It's opened some really cool doors. Okay, you are in marketing, so you know <laughs> yeah. how we should do it, right? Yeah. You know, if you go through the marketing books, they all tell us while you're writing your book, you want to do your website. Yeah. <laughs> you want to reach out and get an email, you know, subscription happening yeah. with your newsletters every week, and you want to do this and this and this. So, okay, that I keep, I'm hearing all that from people, mm -hmm. but I'm writing a book about following God. So it's like, okay, Lord, okay, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And by saying yes to him, he really did some fascinating things. Mm -hmm. Again, that writing the book with him was also an incredible adventure with God that I could also write a book about. Yeah, <laughs> so first thing he does, he gave me a free beach house for eight years. to Whoa. write, And they thanked me for staying there because I prayed all the time. Wow. 
So you can't, you know, because where else was I going to do it in a quiet space? And immediately he hooks me up with a writer's group, which these people were absolutely amazing. Again, I could write a book about the funny journey between all of, you know, I'm writing about Jesus, but no one else was. Interesting. (laughs) So it was, so I, the cool thing is I had my cheerleader in there Mm. and I had my greatest critiquer in there, Mm. which I think was important that I needed both of them, but they weren't even who you'd think, you know, the critiquer went to church with me. So I might've thought she might've been a cheerleader, but no, she had the biggest problem with the way I was writing. Mm. And the cheerleader, I would have thought might've had, you know, a similar background spiritually, not at all. You know, she was going to ashrams and she was doing all these other, she, she has a similar background these days. And she was fabulous. And then Hmm. God puts me together with the number one Christian literary agent in the country to intern and volunteer. And I said, Lord, is he my agent? And God says, no, (laughs) I'm your agent. Wow. (laughs) Of course, he doesn't represent memoir. But Hmm. again, he taught me so many things. Hmm. So of course, it was a right step. And my book doctor you know, I met at a conference. Again, going to those conferences are awesome because mm. there's so many. And nowadays where you can do them all, they're all on Zoom. I'm sure it just yeah. was super helpful. So he connected me with the book doctor. We both knew we were going to work, that we were supposed to work together. We just knew it was a God thing. But not too far into it, he told me my manuscript was the biggest mess he'd ever seen. And I forget exactly how we not worked the biggest it, mess. But, oh, that's the last thing you want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. And I was tempted to face plant and the Lord said, save that, write that down somewhere. Because when your book comes out, that's going to be a testimony. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, this man was helping you. And he did. He taught me the things I needed to learn. And then God moved me on to the next person. Wow. And so it's been step by step by step. At one point I ended up in New York city at the writer's digest pitch slam. Again, you know, I'm pitching Jesus that many of them were open to that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, uh, you know, you just got to do it. And so it was just, and then in the middle of the pandemic, I asked God what he wanted for Christmas, you know, because it was birthday. I said, what do you want for Christmas? Mm. And he said, I I want, I want you to, I want an audio book. Now the book had just come Mm. out and I'm like, okay, I I don't know how to do that. He asked me to go to Nashville and to Mm. pay one of those, I went to where Taylor Swift uh, oh, records. Wow. I'm, I'm walking around the studio and all these famous people are in there. And here I am in this pandemic where no one's traveling and I'm down there in Nashville Recording making audiobook. this audiobook. And again, it's, it's, I need marketing help. <laughs> <laughs> but it was obedience and yeah. I did what he asked me to. And it was so fun to give him that for Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love that you asked what he wants to for Christmas. I, I need to do that. That's, that's something yeah. that I'm going to take yeah. away from this session, but wow, just, it's amazing hearing. And, and I understand even better now why you say that it's adventures with God, because you've certainly yeah. had some experiences that uh, I'm just sitting here like, wow, it's, it's truly amazing to see how God has worked in your life. And you know, having the ability to stay at a beach house for eight years yeah. for free. That's, <laughs> right? that's amazing. Like who would do that? But 
Right? Um, God can do that through other people. So you're just reinforcing for all of us the importance of, I've heard this theme since we started, the importance of obedience. When you are obedient, yes. God will do things that just blow your mind. All we need to do is follow God. Again, not always simple, but mm-hmm. what that one easy main, all we need to do is follow God. He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah. So now you, you had all these amazing experiences um, outside of, I can't imagine how you felt when he shared, said it, it was the biggest mess that he'd ever seen. Was that the biggest challenge though, that you experienced <laughs> along this journey to getting published? I, I don't think so. I think, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, right? The biggest challenge I think is what I'm working on now. I don't mm-hmm. know if that resonates with you. I, it's like every step of the way is challenging. This is a hard call. It's, yeah. it's fun. I can't imagine doing anything else. I have no regrets. But, you know, today, my biggest challenge would be the marketing because that's what I'm doing now. But mm-hmm. all along the way, it's been a never ending lesson of following God mm-hmm. that will look uniquely different to each person who has this call. Right. And can't imagine not having done it. But again, each step is tricky. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, even as we start back, cause I was writing about spending time with God, I needed to make sure I was spending time with God. Mm, so of course there's the fight on your time all the time mm-hmm. to balance all these things. Everybody's telling you to do. Yeah. And there's, you know, emotionally, right. You know, you're trying to sit down and just focus on this book and, and all these things are going on around you. And mm-hmm. so what I would do is I would just sit down and, and journal until I had nothing left to say. You know, I would just spill my guts to God. He knew. So it wasn't that I really needed to explain it to him. But in the process of explaining it to him, he would show me, you know, those little one-liners like God will do and the way he would deal, you know, and he would just lift that pressure off me. So by the time I finished spending time with God, I was in the right frame of mind where I could work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes I get stuck, right? Who doesn't get stuck? You know, you always hear about the I blank page and stuff. And so I always do, I, I came up with this thing, I call it my thinking list. And I always have an ongoing thinking list. And it will just be like those things I'm stuck on. And it might not just be writing. I mean, it can have how am I going to deal with my mom about blah, 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 you know? And so I stick everything on a thinking list. And then as I'm driving somewhere or cooking or walking the dog, there is something about it that God can get my attention when I'm not thinking and talk to me about my thinking list, you know? And again, they're God ideas because there aren't the things I would have come up with. And so, yeah, so he has been really cool in that. And again, I want to do it his way. So, so I just put it on the thinking list until I have an answer. Mm, That's so good. I love that. A thinking list. That's powerful, right? Because I can think of many times too, Elizabeth, when kind of like you say, I think my, my two places are the shower and when I'm in nature. Right. And and what I find is once I stop trying to come up with the answer (laughs) and I'm in a space where I can truly hear, right? right. Because you do have to be in a space. Yes. To hear. Yes, you do. Then, um, then that's when I can really, you know, hear what God is saying, because one of the things that I've realized, um, the older that I get is that often God is speaking, but I just cannot hear. Yeah. <laughs> God is speaking. God is not to, you know, fingers in my ears. Yeah. I'm God, but you know, mm. 
Yeah, at the same time. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but it's it's real. And I love what you share that even, you know, and I find that too, right? Is whatever your platform is built on, you will be tested on, right? right. You will absolutely be tested on. So if you're absolutely. telling everybody to follow God, there will be moments where you're like, oh no, I got all this other stuff and I need to pray, but I don't have time. Like oh, that's gonna happen. You're gonna be tested on it. <laughs> My friend just said that to me the other day. We're working through this thing together. And she, I don't think she's a Christian. And she, so she turns to me and says, what's God telling you to do? And I'm like, touche. <laughs> you win. <laughs> you are right. Yeah, but we need, we need those, we need yeah. those reminders. So, you know, you navigated all of these challenges, um, going through the writing yeah. and publishing process. And then as you described, now you're, you're in this next phase where, uh, marketing is the thing on your mind and that's how, how we connected. So Elizabeth yeah. is a member of the Christian authors network, our, our Facebook community. And we started talking about this tour where we would get, uh, members of the community that raised their hand in front of the right audience. And so that's how you and I connected. And I remember too, that you said, uh, because those types of things always stick out for me. You said, God said, yes. So I'm, I'm moving forward. Yeah. So you, you consulted God on even the decision yeah. to uh, say yes to this tour. God gave you the green light. Anything else? I mean, outside of God saying yes, what, what was kind of in you that said, this might be something that I need to take a look at? Yes. Yes. I, you know, again, there are people all over the internet that will take your money to help you <laughs> market yeah, your true. book. And I'm not even sure how I came across yours, to be honest, but it was a ding, 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 ding. Mm. And I do. I love your Facebook group. And I love that everything you start with is prayer. And, and again, just all of those things, it was like, oh God, I can totally see why this is who you connected me with. Hmm. And um, just really grateful because again, it's not sure it's about we've got a call to write a book and we're marketing it, but it's really about the journey and the relationships yeah. and the friendships and helping the others along the way. You know, it's really life. It's, um, hmm. you know, it, it, we don't want to get our eyes on the wrong thing, but to remember that. So, so I just appreciate all those free teachings that you do, all those things that all of that stuff. And, um, and I'm having fun with it, which is much nicer than not having fun with it. <laughs> That's fun is important. Yes, it is. Fun is important. So, so I get that. So let's, let's talk about this, right? Because there's probably some people that are listening to us right now that have heard about this tour and being able to get in front of, uh, of podcast influencers and they've been thinking about it, but for whatever reason, uh, they haven't said yes. Yeah. Talk to us about what you, what you learned as okay. you've been going through this process so far? And then what would you say is the biggest aha moment? Let's see. I, um, well, this was, again, just fun, which is very important to me. <laughs> I have a podcast lined up next Monday with Janet um, Huxley, yeah. who does Color Speak. And so it was really cool. She said, let's just chat. Let's just get on the phone and talk. And so we spent, I don't know, an hour, maybe even two the other day. Wow. It was one of those things. Once I read over her stuff, I knew she and I would have no problem chatting for hours, you know, <laughs> but I really, again, wanted to partner with her in, okay, God has us doing this for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's not just to get to know each other and hang out, but there are people who will be listening. So let's ask them how we can help them the most. 
you know, mm -hmm. let's sit and talk about it. And then as we, you know, step away, let them talk to each of us and bring it back together and, and do it that way. So in the midst of it, it was really funny because she had just interviewed Francine Rivers. And way back, um, Francine, I, it must have been 20 years ago, I read her, um, her trilogy that I just loved her books. And she said, yeah, it's um, coming in to be a, a movie this weekend. And she goes, and God did the timing of it's, it's got abortion in it and child mm -hmm. trafficking. And my story has abortion in it. And her story has abortion in it. And she said, you know, I didn't get it. But um, this week was the March in DC and it was the same week that Francine's book turned into a movie. And then Francine was on the podcast. So then the two of us started chatting and seeing that we've got that in common. And once again, would love to help the other women, you know, especially Christian women that have had abortion and haven't understood the healing that is available for them, the healing that God wants for them to have. And so we got into this whole conversation and I rushed out yesterday and saw that movie. And it's, it's a really good, it's better than the book. Wow. <laughs> wow. Love. And so again, this whole thing has been beyond, hmm. or maybe, I don't know, maybe that is part of the calling. You know, we talked about several other women that also have the same theme and maybe we would get together and do something, have a speaking event together or something. So again, we just start chatting like women do and come up with, um, you know, just kind of go in the direction. We don't even know that we're doing God's will mm. yet. You know, we think we're just hanging out and having, you know, that sounds weird to say we're having fun when we're talking about that, but it, even that can be fun mm. when you see God take what the worst thing you think you did in your life and turn it to something good. And yeah. That's yeah, so powerful. So, That's yeah. so powerful. Now getting to this point, you know, how, how would you describe that? Cause we, we, we had some discussions, we, we went back and forth and, and working on, you know, your press kit and all the things that were going to be a part of that. Now, for someone that's like sitting back and thinking, okay, well, how much help am I going to get? And what is this going to look like? How would you describe that experience? Yes. No, you have helped me immensely. I did have a one sheet, which I don't know if everybody knows what that is, but you know, the thing you want to, you want to pitch to send out to people, but I didn't have, you know, the one sheet I needed. It was like mm -hmm. a rough draft. <laughs> so you and I worked together on that and I really like it now. So that is really cool. And the freebie that I give out, you know, when people join my, my website to, to sign up to my spiritual adventure team um, and receive my little newsletters once a week, um, again, I had, I had written it out, but again, I think it's much more interactive now, um, mm. as you encouraged me to make a little video series and I was scared again to be, you know, on a video, it was much easier to send a piece of paper out, but again, I really want to interact with the people who are interested in this. And so it is, you know, available on my website for whoever who thinks that they too might want to experience this kind of healing with the Lord. And so I just, um, in four different days, have a short video to, to walk it through with them and, um, and just, you know, talk about what it was like for me and some of the things like, like, you know, I didn't realize I believed these lies. And what he kept revealing to me in these painful places is, you know, we, we act on what we think. So if we believe alive, we're going to go off course from yeah. what he wants us to. But in just a, a moment, he can reveal this thing to us, whether it's by 
by hugging us or giving us a one-liner or just blessing us in whatever way God wants to. And that truth can change. It's life-changing, right? It takes us from the place of following a lie to acting on his truth. And um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited. It was, I was really grateful for your help to put together that video series and, um, and be able to extend that to anyone who wants it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's so funny how you shared that it would have been so much easier to send a, a PDF. And, and sometimes that is the answer. Sometimes when I'm working with a client, I think, you know what, because I'm, I'm praying to, as we're going through the process, I'm like, yeah, the PDF is going to be, but, but when I really, you know, got to better understand your, both your, your journey, the adventure that God had you on, and then what you were looking to do for your audience it was like, no, I think, I think Elizabeth actually needs to put voice to this so that mm-hmm. they could hear from you and that yeah. they could truly be guided through the experience. Um, as amazing as PDFs are, it does put a little more onus on, on the reader, the person that gets it to really uh, take it and, and put it into practice. And what I love about the series that we put together for you is now the person is going to get something that's popping into their inbox and saying, Hey, yeah, listen, you remember you signed up for that thing. <laughs> Let me walk you through uh, the first you know, step of this. And you get that person started and, and no, not everyone will take action, but you know what? We're, we're nudging them towards the healing that they need to have. And it's so much easier if we really think about, you know, how we can help folks. It's so much easier to get an email and click play and listen to that video and have you speaking life into them than it is for them to grab the PDF, to pull it out and read it on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a way of keeping what they need in front of them and guiding them through the process. Now, uh, some people in our audience, you know, are listening to this and yes, they're aspiring authors or authors, but they have also been through some of the things that you've described. And I know they're sitting there like, I need help with this too. So let's make sure that everyone knows a little bit more about this, this series and where they can find it. So let's share the website where they can go and sign up. Yes. Yes. It's, um, it's my name, Elizabeth B. Bristol dot com. And um, yep, there will be a little pop up that will invite each person who clicks on that page, just to click there and and put their name and email address and it will begin coming right away, you should get the first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I just that's my prayer that that would reach each person who does need that kind of healing and to be there with them because, again, to go through that kind of healing, I do see what you're saying. A PDF is different when you're sitting there by yourself than when you're sitting there with a new friend and um, have someone you can ask your questions to or or whatever. Again, I just, it's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> I, love, I love the way you even position that. And I want to just briefly reinforce that, right? Is yeah. we don't have to think of ourselves as this, like, and, and we even talked about this, right? It's like, I don't want to sound fake or yeah. corny or whatever in my videos. No. And there's no right way to do a video other than, of course, we want to be clear and, you know, we want the sound yeah. and all, all of those things, right? Yeah. But in terms of the personality, it, that's really how God has uniquely gifted you is what needs to show through in that. And you are, you know, you've been through the proper training and you've had the experiences. And so it's, it's almost like just this blessing that you're sowing into people by guiding them through it with the video in a way that they probably wouldn't have even been able to do 
with mm-hmm. just the words. The words would have been there, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't be able to hear your heart uh, for them because that's how you come across is mm-hmm. their new friend. <laughs> like you're that person that like, is like, I've known you forever and I've known you for two seconds. And, and, and the individual that you are called to, to reach really needs a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So how powerful is that to be able to yeah, have someone that can walk alongside them in this journey and You've set it up uh, where you invite them to reply back um, Mm -hmm. if they have questions or Mm -hmm. to be able to pray with them and all of these cool things. And that's just going to feel different Mm -hmm. than a PDF will. So I'm just so thankful that God led us to the right solution uh, for your audience. So, (laughs) you know, this, it's been amazing spending this time with you and it's been fun. Uh, to, to hear even more about your story. And I know uh, that the audience is blessed and it, I think it even encourages them, those that are going through the process, maybe for the first time or third or fourth time of writing their next book and getting it out there, that it is a journey. It is not always as simple as we would like it to be, but the good news is that God is with us. I wonder Elizabeth, if, you know, if you could just one last piece of advice for those in the audience that know that they have a call and maybe they even have some really painful stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person Mm -hmm. to encourage them to answer the call? I think, don't you think, I think a common fear that we have as writers and not even as, not even when it just comes to writing, but so often we wonder if we have what it takes right? Mm-hmm. Do we have what it takes to get, you know, there's a lot of steps of do we have what it takes from getting a book in your head to getting it out into the readers that you want to reach with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the thing is, if God has nudged you to write, which I believe he has, or you wouldn't be here listening to this, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> then he knows what you've got. And as a Christian, your superpower is your relationship with Jesus Christ. And all you have to do is follow God. It's easy, but the things he asks you to do are not always simple. But there's lots of people like like us, you know, who want to help each other, who want to advance the kingdom. And I promise as you follow God, you will have your own incredible adventure with God. Mm. And picture this, you're standing in heaven. And God's Mm. about to give you your crown for all your deeds on earth, all your rewards. And as he calls to the forefront, imagine you're standing there with them and he calls to the forefront all these people you never knew. And they begin to tell their story about how they read this book, you know, the one that you wrote with God. And they came to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior because of it. You will never know until you get to heaven how many people began their adventure with God because of your story. So all you have to do is follow God and he'll show you the way. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.